0: Welcome to the Mary D. Show. I'm your host, Mary D., here to be your guide as we extract wisdom and life lessons from thought leaders, artists, spiritual luminaries, and wellness experts. In 2018, I healed from breast cancer without the use of chemotherapy or pharmaceuticals. I love biohacking and plant medicine and what it means to be in relationship with spirit so that we can feel whole and complete. I want to sprinkle you with some hope dust tickle your funny bone, and inspire you to find your inner roar. Get ready to live your most aligned, purposeful, and joy-filled life now. Hello, my beautiful loves. I am so excited to be here, and this is my final episode for 2023. So thank you for joining me. Thank you all for your likes, comments, downloads. They mean the world to me and it warms my heart every time I read your review. So thank you so much. Thank you for dropping into my DMs. It all feels good. And I have just so much gratitude for those of you listening, supporting, and of course, getting inspiration to make change and to be the positivity that you want to see in the world. So kudos to you. Hats off to you because you're really the one doing the work. So with that, I just want to share some exciting updates. 1st TV is still on. You guys can catch me on Bold Brave TV, which is available on Roku and Spotify TV in 2024. I'll be doing live shows every week and I'll even take live questions. So I'm really excited about that content. I'm excited about the value. I am excited about having some amazing guest speakers for you in 2024. But before we get to 2024, I also want to back up and just give you a quick recap to tell you how grateful again I am for 2023 and all that it has brought me, as well as just being able to connect with each of you over the airwaves. It's been absolutely amazing. So thank you for being with my life. Thank you for being part of the community. And thank you for your ears, your ears that listen and your heart that's open. Today, I want to just unpack with you a little bit of my experience at a recent Tony Robbins event. So, what you should know is I have never read any of Tony Robbins' books. I have known about Tony Robbins for probably 20 years now, and I have just never felt called or drawn to go to a Tony event. I saw him speak briefly at a real estate expo and I was like, okay, I kind of resonate with this guy. I get it. I get why people really like him. And it was interesting because last year I was sitting in a client's office in Canada. It was cold. It was actually snowing. It was the first day of snow that they had. And I don't know what it was, but I felt this ping. And the ping said, hey, date with destiny is for you. And I need you to buy a ticket. And I was like, oh, okay. That's so random. And also in 2022, that's the end of my year, I'm kind of also thinking, I'm in my subconscious and conscious mind thinking about the next year going forward. And oftentimes, this is the time of year I like to sit and say, where do I want to spend my time this year? Where do I want to focus? Where do I want to go to an event? Where do I want to connect? What intentions do I want to set? And so within all of that, Date with Destiny came up. And that is a annual event Tony does. He might actually do it more than once a year. I think he does it twice a year. And I know for sure he always does it in the first week of December, typically every year in West Palm Beach, Florida. So the weather's always beautiful. And this is a six-day commitment. And I don't know about you, but when I go to things like that, I want to go and I want to play full out. I want to yell, scream bounce off walls, hang upside down, whatever it is. Because that's life. Like when you can go into an experience and just play so fully, you get so much more back. So I knew I was gonna go, I was like, whoa, six days. And I've done business with some of his top clients. So he has a group called Platinum Partners. And Platinum Partners are a group that kind of sticks with him for a year. So you do like a year long program with him. So they're people who technically by the end of it do every one of his programs. And all of them have told me how just life inspiring, life changing it's been for them. So I've known this again, you know, over the years. And I know these people and they're amazing high achievers, amazing performers, just good people, also good people. So knowing all of this, I'm like, okay, I already kind of have some expectations. Like I know the room is going to be super cold. I know that there's going to be maybe 16, 17 hour days in some cases. And that may happen for multiple days in a row and that there aren't any real breaks. And all of that was true. Now, what I will say is, although that may sound terrible, at the same time, we're each responsible for ourselves, right? So if you're hungry, go eat. If you need to use the bathroom, go use the bathroom. So I like that part of it. And then he also did an amazing job, he and his team, of keeping everyone in state. And if you ever listen to Tony Robbins stuff, you're going to hear a lot about staying into state and what that means. And it's basically being able to garner up that energy anytime you need it to get done what you need to get done. And this really shifted my perspective on energy because although I'm pretty energetic, I'm not a coffee drinker. I don't require like a douse of caffeine in the morning. I am a slower mover in the morning, but I don't require the caffeine. And this was a really great lesson for me of, like how much of that energy I can actually create. Like it's already there just waiting to basically be woken up. And so it was amazing to kind of wake up my body and go, oh, like I can keep going. I've been up for 15 hours. I can keep rocking and rolling. So like that part was really, really amazing. And I did multiple nights where we didn't get done till 3 a.m. And then we'd start the next day at 11. So this is where I feel like that alone, that way of finding that energy when you really want to commit to it and you want to be present for something, like it's available and y'all it's available for all of us. And my Airbnb was about 15, 20 minutes away from the convention center where the event was happening. And I did that on purpose because... In my mind, I was like, oh, great. I can ensure that I get my steps in. I can make sure that I get a walk in every day. I get some sunshine in the morning and a nice decompress on the way home. I wasn't prepared for the fact that we would be up physically moving around so much during the event. And so I probably got more than enough steps and exercise in last week being actually in a conference room. However... What I did enjoy is I did enjoy that morning like stop at this beautiful like organic shop where I could grab like a quick bite and a smoothie and some snacks for the day. And the staff there were just so friendly. And then I'd keep walking and just enjoy that morning sunshine that hits your skin. And I I knew I was getting my at least 15 minutes of vitamin D from all that morning sun. And then go into the event, learn, be inspired be motivated, get creative, all the things that happened, all the breakthroughs, incredible. And then leave there still energized at that time of morning, walking home and thinking about the day and revisiting what I learned and the aha moments that I had. And that felt really good also just to go home and then go through my evening routine and then lay my head down and get a great night's sleep and then wake up ready to go the next day. After six days, I will say I was super tired. Needed a couple days to definitely just sleep in and get massages and take care of my body from all the movement. But it was really amazing, you guys. And the quality of people that I met there was also incredible. I think there's definitely some lifelong friendships that I take from Date with Destiny. So anyway, I'm not getting paid for this. (laughs) This is my shameless plug. For just telling you what an incredible event it was and what great breakthroughs. And I just really love what Tony Robbins is about. He really gives back in so many ways and definitely gives back to even children. He has a lot of programs for kids where he basically takes them through a very kind of date with destiny type of program, but for, for kids. And I think that that's life changing. Like when I think of myself or my family and those people closest to me that I just really love, I just go, wow. This would be amazing to have this type of information for them at such a young age. I think this is like, you're really setting the seeds up for transformation and for breakthroughs in so many ways of letting them always be, you know, the type of human that can move forward and that doesn't feel stuck and can really just find that inner strength to say, yeah, like there's moves I can make and it's up to me. So for those things, again, I can't do anything more than recommend them. It's no wonder that he's so great at what he does. And the other thing that I really found inspiring is at the end of the event, we were kind of everyone was acknowledging each other. And he was getting an acknowledgement from a guy that he had done a little kind of breakthroughs with live there in the event center. And the guy said to him, one day when you retire, like he made that statement. And it was so interesting because Tony right away goes, oh, I'm never retiring. He's like, I'll do this for the rest of my life as long as I'm as long as I'm alive. He said it with such fervor and such just whole body yes. like He loves doing this work so much. He knows how transformational, that he knows that this is his purpose, that it's something he will always do. And I was like, yes to that. Yes to that gift of figuring out what you love so much, what you're so passionate about that you would do for free for the rest of your life. Now he gets paid for it. But he's at a place in his life where the money is no longer the thing that he's seeking. He has the stability. He has the security when it comes to the financial piece. It's now what do you want to be left known as, right? What's your legacy? So for me, for example, I was really thinking that through. And I said, I think my legacy is probably in things like my podcast and my show and my books, And so can I dive in and make sure that I take all the content and the value that's within me of all of the beautiful lessons and blessings that have been given me from God and put that in a package where I can share it with others that want to hear it. And the greatest way to do that is through books and podcasts and shows. And so here I am and I feel so good about it and I feel super inspired. So I'm ready for you, 2024. (laughs) (laughs) And the last part that I want to share with you about some of these great key takeaways is we did a really fantastic exercise on our values. So for those of you who know me, you know that I love to talk about values. I believe that living values aligned, having your business values aligned are all really important principles because they help you make decisions. They are your North Star. They are what guide you. And that was really reinforced for me through a process that Tony Robbins took us through at Date with Destiny. And in that process, he actually broke down how you can read someone's values and the rules that they follow those values by. And when you're looking at their values, it will actually tell you and show you how they are reconfirming their beliefs and this was so instrumental in watching the perspective of people sharing that they had they were struggling with something like suicide and he would ask them their values and you have your values that you go to so the ones that you that you want in your life he has what are called your away values, which are the things that you don't want to have in your life, right? So it's knowing what you want and what you don't want, where you align and what's what feels misaligned. So in showing each person, having them break down what their values were, it was so fascinating to see how it wasn't so much the value, but it was the rule that someone believes or implements or the guidelines they follow around that value. So it's the difference of someone saying, well, my value is love. Love is a great value to have. But if you're in a state of mind where you truly believe that love is hard to come by or that love has evaded you, then it's quite possible that it might be because of your rules or beliefs around what love is. So if your value is love, that sounds beautiful and fluffy but if your rule or value around love is that love has to be earned then that belief system can make it really difficult for someone who is constantly in a place where they feel like they have to earn love and if their primary caregiver or spouse or someone that's important to them in their life is not giving them love in that way then they're in this loop of never getting the love they need. And so from there, that's what makes them feel so empty, right? So it's really not even just looking at where your values are, but what order are they in? What beliefs do you have around those values? And that breakdown, I think, is actually the most important because so much of it is in being able to rearrange where some of your values stand and revisit them. I realized that I haven't revisited my values in quite a while. I always felt like fun and freedom were definitely at the top. And now that I look back, I say, oh my gosh, those have been my values for such a long time that I haven't thought to move them because those were my values when I was like 26 years old. And it's because at that time I was achieving and part of achieving and making money and building a lifestyle was so that I could have freedom freedom to buy what I want, freedom to wake up when I want, freedom to go to bed when I want. And 20 years goes by and I'm like, I still have all those things, but I'm not in that striving mode that I was in that kind of achiever mode that I was 20 years ago. So then I go, okay, huh, how can we shift into this new season of my life and the next half of my life? What does that look like? and knowing that I can update my values anytime I want, as well as the rules around them. So I ended up changing it to where wisdom and intuition are actually at the top of my value system. So that's what I want to go to first. So when my spirit says, do a thing, say a thing, try a thing, go a different way, that I really listen and I sit with that. That I sit with discomfort. Discomfort is hard to sit with, y'all. My mom has been in and out of the hospital this last year, that has been such hard discomfort to sit with. But you know what? It builds character and it also allows me to sit in a lot of gratitude for just who she is and who she's been in my life and and who she continues to be until the day she's not physically here anymore. So there's a lot of beauty that actually comes from also sitting with the discomfort and not always seeking out just relaxing or seeking out what's comfortable but getting uncomfortable. So wisdom and intuition were at the top for me. And then the second one that I shifted was also quality of life. Quality of life is so important to me. And I realized that that became a top value for me when I got breast cancer and when I got sued, gotten that big business lawsuit at the same time. And this is where I go back and I laugh a little bit. And I said, wow, my values changed And I knew it. I knew it in my body. I just didn't really write it on paper. So being able to go to quality of life was super important to me because it is important to me. It's why I love biohacking. It's why I love taking care of myself. It's why I want to feed myself nourishing food. It's why I want to be in the best shape possible because, wow, I get this human body while I'm here. Like I get to do this. And I want to be hiking mountains when I'm 90. Like that's what I want to be doing. I want to be able to be so physically fit that I can still do all of those things that I love so much and do them with this great fervor and quality of life. And that is where I go, hmm, okay, okay. That's for sure on the list, quality of life. It is super important to me. I see it in the choices that I make in my life. And so having it written out and realizing that it's actually one of my top values felt really good to just put it down on paper and have it in front of me. My other values were integrity, compassion, joy, and autonomy. And when I define those, for me, compassion means sitting without judgment. It's treating anything that comes in as a judgment with deep compassion, in trying to walk in someone else's shoes, in having empathy, in having sympathy. And I'm giving myself lots of ways for that value to show up show up in my life and show up in how I make decisions. Integrity is obviously a big one. That one is being able to do what I say I'll do when I say I'll do it. And also being always honest and finding kind ways to be honest when sometimes honesty can feel uncomfortable. So there's joy, which is the happiness that I feel inside. Anytime I get to share it with others, anytime I make someone laugh, Or make myself laugh anytime I think God has a sense of humor. So lots of great fun definitions around what joy is. And then on autonomy, which is my last one, that one I felt was really important because it really brings in like being fair, allowing others to live their life under their belief system or how they want to live it and not making people wrong for how they want to live their life. And also in all of that, giving them a perspective that shows them they also have other options if they want to take them. So autonomy, I thought, was really great because it encompassed so many things around being fair and being accepting. And it's kind of like my diversity and inclusion for myself in alignment piece, my value piece. So that was really fun to do for my away values that I'll share with you. Mine were Ego. So, am I making a decision because I really believe and know that it's the right decision? Or am I making it from this weird place of ego, of needing to be number one, needing to be all these, you know, stereotypical things? And that's a really important one because so often, I think, especially in this day and age with media and social media and all those things, it's easy to get caught up in the marketing noise that's going around instead of just being true to your North Star and your path, no matter what anyone else is doing. And so if ego can get in the way sometimes, and I'm like, are you doing something for you know a view over what you know is the message that's supposed to be shared or needs to be shared or that you're being tapped to share or because something is uncomfortable bringing that up or bringing it to light? So that for me is like, ooh, yeah, I want to always check myself in that area. And also understanding that our egos are there to protect us. And they're also there for things like competition. I love that I'm competitive. When I have game night with my friends, bring it like, let's go. I'm going to trash talk the whole night long. And that's that's where it serves me, right? Because I can have some fun with it. So it's knowing that that ego isn't, isn't kind of good or bad. There's these different definitions I have for what that means for me, and for what what it means when I'm in my best, highest aligned self, and when I'm not in my best self. So ego. The other one was scarcity, because, y'all, that can be a tough one. Growing up, we did not have a lot of money, and there was a time where that was very ingrained in me. Like I'm going to grow up, I am going to be successful. I'm I'm going to be okay. And then I got to that point. And so at some point, that's where that chatter has to stop because we've gotten there. But the brain wanting to be safe and remembering all of how we grew up can sometimes sneak in there and be like, hey, remember, it was scary. We didn't have much. And reminding myself, I was like, yeah, that was a long time ago. And that was that's in the past. That's, that's not now. And that's not in the future. So it's those reminders of how we talk to ourselves. And the last one is procrastination. And I know some of you might be like, whoo, Mary, I got that one on my list too. I feel ya. <laughs> and this is where I want the value for myself. The definition of, of not procrastinating is in creating those really good, clear deadlines that are maybe a little bit of a stretch, but also very achievable and setting myself up for success in that not moving things so much to the next to do. You know, I think I have like these top five to do's on my to do list that I always do. And then it's like six and seven are kind of movable, right? Because they're important. Like I need to get them done, but I, like, I don't have to get them done right now. And if there's one thing I actually learned from my past partner, he was a doer. If the trash was even remotely full, it got taken out. If there was a load of laundry... In the laundry basket, he immediately went and did the laundry. If something spilled, he'd clean it up right away. There was no waiting to do something later. He was a act, do, and we do it now. And I really admired that because I, as you all know, am very easy. Go with the flow. I can be a little hippie sometimes. I can be peace and love and I can move slower in those areas. And it was such a good lesson because he got so much done in a shorter amount of time in a really productive way that I can respect. It wasn't like a hustly way. It was in a just a really get it done. And I'm definitely a get it done kind of person, but he was get it done times 10. So I thought, "Mm, where in my life would things be better, easier? Would I be optimizing where I am my own Ability to do things if I didn't procrastinate, if I had that same attitude of, no, let's do this now. And so life changing when you stop procrastinating and you remember that your vision is bigger than this moment that you're trying to save or muster up energy for, which now changing your state is the key to. And if you don't know what that is, Tony Robbins has a bajillion videos. I think he has a free event coming up here shortly highly recommend that you join it, get a piece of it, get to know what that is. And really changing state is just going from like right now if you were kind of feeling neutral or if you're feeling tired, it's literally like turning on your favorite song, jumping around, moving your body, just completely switching out of whatever gear you're in now, right? So if you think of a car, you don't go from first to fifth. You got to go first, second, third, fourth, fifth. Well, with changing your state, you're you're shifting gears. And so you can really go from one to five super fast by just simply changing your state. And I think a lot of you feel a little of that sometimes when you do, you know, hop in your car and your favorite song comes on. And if you were having a funky day, suddenly you're like, oh, my day's a little bit better now. I just jammed out to my favorite tune. So hold on to that. Again, high recommend on all the, the Tony Robbins stuff. I'm a fan, definitely a fan and a part of my friends were like are you going to go do another one i said maybe you know i don't know which one yet but there's possibly a- another one in my future so we'll see about that so anyway today that's what i wanted to share with you just values and my experience at that event and and hoping that that was inspiring for you in some way and that it'll have you think about your values and maybe even rethink your values for 2024 how do you want to be aligned how do you want to live your life what do you want to stand for And what would feel good for you? And also, what are you grateful for? If we always go into and out of the day with gratitude, it really creates this new pathway in your soul, not just your brain, but in your soul that helps you remember that we're all connected and that life is good, that we get to be here. And even if it's through struggle, Even if it's through joy, we all have our good times and our bad times. And so much of that is influenced by how we're perceiving life. So if we start the day with gratitude and we end it with gratitude, I think you'll find that we're all living a little bit better of a life. All right, y'all, tune in next year for new episodes. And until then, may abundance always walk beside you, may joy always go before you, and may love always guide you on your journey. Thank you for joining us on today's show. I hope that today's session inspires you to live an aligned life where you get to take complete ownership of your feelings and decisions to live in your truth. You can connect with me more at www.MaryD.com. You can also catch us on YouTube at The Mary D Show. Head on over to Instagram and Facebook and type in at the Mary D and just look for the little blue check to ensure you're on my official page.